exciting episode of the Matt Nix Show podcast. I am your host. I am Marvelous Matt Nix. I'm a professional wrestler from Chicago, Illinois. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode three. I almost forgot. How do I forget? There's only three episodes. I don't know. I've been dropped in my head too many times. Anyway, this week's guest, somebody who I hold near and dear to my heart. His name is Ian Shear. He is one half of 616 Entertainment. Um, if you don't know what that is, look it up. We talk about it on the podcast. You're going to know. You're going to find out real soon. But Ian, Ian's one of my close friends, uh, probably one of my only friends outside of wrestling, um, which uh, is kind of sad. But not that I'm friends with him, but the fact that I don't have that many friends outside of wrestling. Um, let's change that. Let's change that. I want to have more, more friends, more people to talk to outside of, uh, outside of wrestling. I can have them on the podcast. But uh, so we sit down and talk with Ian. We talk about, obviously, 616. We talk about podcasting. We talk about wrestling. Uh, go figure. But uh, Ian's been one of the biggest proponents of me starting this podcast from, from almost the first day I met him, <laughs> like, Almost five years ago, uh, he's been telling me that I should take up podcasting and give it a shot. Uh, so, this is, you know, X amount of years later, here we are, episode three. We got him on. I'll have, I'll have, to, I'll have to get uh, Mike Charles, the artist, on at some point, too, for his own episode, but, you know, we'll see. So, uh, here's our interview with uh, Ian Shear. Enjoy. We just put up episode 204 of our show, and we're doing 205 tomorrow. 205 uh, live. You should do it live. live you dog. should do it live. <laughs> well, we're doing it live. We're do- well, you're live, pal. <laughs> I never realized that Lenny Lane just kind of looks like gay Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, everybody, when we have them on the first time, will always just be like, well, like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, what are we going to talk about? And it's like, I don't know, dude. We're just we're just gonna bullshit. That's how it goes. Just talk, yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple questions, but other than that, we're fine. But it's funny because when we sat down to do this, I was like, "What are we gonna talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> and what was my response? You were like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and that's good because that's like that's kind of how, I, at least the way I like it, it. It's it's more entertaining that way mm-hmm. because it's, it's 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 a lot less well. It's like wrestling. It's it's or it's not like wrestling. It's a lot less predetermined. Yeah, I think too much too much uh, floor plan for anything can make it just too reg- regimented. I stumbled three times in that sentence. Regimented. But uh, so f- I did. Well, I would have done my introduction already yeah. on, on who you are. You pre-record them. Pre-record that shit. Nice. Um, 
It just, I just feel like it's easier that way. Mm. And then I get to add my little, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. That's, uh, hey, Kaz Hayashi. That's what I did for your episode of the wrestling podcast. Yeah. I just did an interview before, or uh, intro beforehand. And I was just like, fuck it, I'll just put it in. We've done that so many times. I've known you, what, for four years now? Yeah. It would have been like, if I'm sitting there going like, well, I met him here, and we've known each other. It's like, shut the fuck, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, as, as I would have explained in my intro, uh, you, you and Mike, and then in, in addition, uh, Jeremy, have kind of been, like, pushing me to, to do this mm-hmm. show, this podcast, uh, for quite some time now. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been about a time. Yeah, and, um, and it's, it's, it just took a little, it, it, it really just took me to be like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I had the equipment, I had, you know, the idea of what I wanted to do. It just came down to just doing it. And then once I did it, like, the first episode, I was like, oh, that wasn't hard at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I was, like, Jeremy coached me through, like, getting it up on, like, online, getting it on, you know, iTunes and stuff like that. And That's that, the most difficult part, is just figuring out where you need to put it to get it in all the places because that's see it, it can be kind of intimidating if you're like me and you have no idea how to use like computers yeah no I mean like I got I could see it like like I had no idea how to do any of that mm-hmm. and I literally had had Jeremy be like do the, here he's like standing over my shoulder like, okay do this do this do this fill this out boom yeah. and it was done in like 10 minutes and I was like oh shit that's not that hard then see you did it the right way the artist and I had 77 episodes up before we were on iTunes (laughs) we were on YouTube on YouTube I remember that exclusively and who the fuck wants to listen to a podcast on YouTube (laughs) it's hard you know what I just realized Uh, on your first episode on iTunes it says clean lyrics should I not be dropping (laughs) F-bomb no well which one was that was that me and Castro the the Castro one yeah uh, well, no, we swear on that a little bit. No. It, you know, it was funny because the first episode, uh, and and Jeremy had, had mentioned this, he goes, um, oh, he's like, should I not swear? He's like, and I was like, no, you can't. He goes, oh, because you and Kester like, were like, trying to keep it like clean in the first one. And I was like, that was kind of just like unintentional. Yeah. Really? Because like, I, and I, I, like, I'm, I already hate like listening back to it. I was like, oh, I hate the way I'm talking on this thing. Why? Because I'm like. Patches. He's in the crevice. I'm just like, <laughs> I was just like, um, very like talking very properly, and I'm just like, and uh, you can uh, see this, uh, you know, on yeah. you know YouTube.com slash this or like, d- just I don't know the way I was talking. I was like, I, that's not how I talk ever. You gotta <laughs> so, find your host voice, dog. It'll come to me. No, I think you've got it now. I'm saying in that first one, you listened back to it, you didn't like it. You were looking for your host voice. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit uh, about 616 Entertainment then, because that's kind of like, I, think, I feel like that'll be like the broad mm-hmm. uh, introduction of this. What is 616 What is 616 Entertainment? The, the broad explanation, the broad pitch of it is, I mean, when I was a kid, I always wanted to like, make movies and shit like that. I didn't even really care about acting or anything, uh, but I just, I wanted to make movies with my friends, and when we were kids, maybe like... 12 years old, me and my buddies, Bobby Morrissey and Tony Cortese and Bathroom Money Tim Ewers, we would use Bobby's mom's, like, huge VHS camera, <laughs> and we would just make our own version of Halloween, like, over and over, but none of us could afford an actual Michael Myers mask, so whatever mask we had was just what we would use, 
And we didn't even, like, try to do costumes. Like, oh, there's Michael Myers. Meanwhile, it's a scream mask, like a red T-shirt and blue jeans. <laughs> so you just had to use your imagination. And there was no editing back then. Like, it was just a VHS camera. So when you hit record and when you hit stop, that was the scene. Yeah. So to get the Halloween theme, we used to have Bobby's brother Johnny under a blanket in the corner of the room with a boombox. And the CD only had one track, and it was the Halloween theme. <laughs> <laughs> So someone would be off camera, they would point to like this six-year-old Johnny in the corner, he'd go like, click, and then the music would go <laughs> Oh, that's man. Fu- that's so funny. Those were the first ones. Like, we would do Halloween over and over. And then we, we did like Freddy vs. Jason 2. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was dog shit. Do these videos still exist They're somewhere? They're somewhere. I think bo- they probably are at Bobby Morrissey's house, and I haven't. I've spoken to him one time in the past, like, ten years at least. Oh, wow. We didn't have, like, a falling out. I just, like, moved away and you kind of, like, grow apart yeah. and stuff because we went to different high schools. That's funny. I yeah. wonder, like, it's, it's funny. Like, I wonder how many, like, kids growing up did the same same similar stuff because I know when when I was young, mm-hmm. uh, I met, or sorry, my, uh, my cousin had made, like, for his, when he was in high school, he made, like, this video for his Spanish class mm-hmm. and it was like I'm sure if I watched it now I'd be like this is dog shit but like <laughs> at the time I was like this is amazing yeah. like it was it was very it was funny it they had all this like like interesting editing and stuff like that and like so me and my friends had the same kind of camera the big mm-hmm. fucking uh VHS cameras and um we would do we would make our own movies too and it wouldn't even be like there's like there was like no plot. It was literally just to <laughs> just to do shit like, yeah. and um, the one editing trick that we would that we stole from like my cousin's videos were was like it'd be like a scene like if I was like filming you right here and like you were talking or whatever like it, like let's say somebody would sit next to you and you would like snap your fingers and like we would pause or like stop the camera. You would get up and walk away. The, this person sitting next to you would not move, mm-hmm. and then play. And then it would look like you and, Snapped and, and disappeared. You disappeared. Some and, I dream a genie shit. Yeah, <laughs> and and we we literally would just do that for like no reason. Like in, in scenes, it would just be like guys getting chased up the jungle gym at the park, and he was just like look around and go, and then he was gone. Be like, where did he go? Like stupid shit like that. It's an endless chase, dude. It was crazy, and um, we we did uh, that turned into like kind of spoof like again like spoofing like horror movie stuff Mm -hmm. we made a movie uh we actually got my sister involved in that one too and it kind of it's it it started as like a serious horror movie and just kind of devolved into like scary movie (laughs) or like the the like it was me in like like the scream costume so i was wearing like the big like dress thing yeah you guys cared you had costumes and uh (laughs) it was halloween costumes that we found and like and it would turn into me just, like, running down the stairs, and then I would just, like, trip and, like, roll down the stairs. And, like, it was just very dumb. But but I wonder I wonder how many other kids out there, like, came up doing that kind of stuff. And, yeah. then, like, and then actually, like, followed through. Like, at least, like, with you, you kind of, like, evolved your... Um, your your uh, your editing styles and stuff mm-hmm. like into into what you you put out on the channel and then with me like going into wrestling and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's still it's all very entertainment um, esque so I realized I was supposed to say like what six one six entertainment is and I was like well this is how it started I didn't tell you what the <laughs> fuck it is 
So what it is, 616 Entertainment is my YouTube channel, which at this point is 10 years old. I've been doing it for 10 years now. Um, and it's I do podcasts, like I do just videos. And videos in the sense of we do like conversational shows. Mm-hmm. Like we did a conversation with Corey, which was from 2013 to 2014. We just, my, my old buddy Corey was just out of his fucking mind. Like everything <laughs> he said was hilarious. And I was like, let's just do a show where I ask him about stuff and let's just see what he says. And I totally bit the idea from uh, Kind of Funny's show, A Conversation with Colin. So that was like our first weekly like conversational show. Shit changed there in 2013. Because before that, from 2007 to 2013, it was all just every once in a while there'd be like a short movie. Or like, oh, here's a little skit. And then mm-hmm. it was in 2013 I started following like the kind of funny guys like Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty. They had this conversational style. And I was like, fuck, man, let's just do that. Like, that looks cool. And the artist liked doing that way better. Yeah. He didn't. He got overacting. Because I would like <laughs> write shit and be like, hey, we're going to have you like only in your underwear, like covered in blood. And you got to like scream and we're outside. And he's like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, he used to do it at first, <laughs> then eventually he got over it real quick. But, yeah, the artist is, like, my partner in crime. He's been, he's been doing the videos since, like, 2008. So I started it in 2007, and he's been there right about since the beginning. So <laughs> You guys are you're pretty much, like, partners in crime on, on a lot yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, pretty much. He, like, all the... I basically do all the work. (laughs) (laughs) I shoot it. I edit it. I upload it. All that stuff. He's like the all-star on-air talent. (laughs) Okay. I mean, when we did, we did a show in 2014 or 15 or whatever called Shitty Movie Reviews. (laughs) And we just watched bad movies and it would be him like reviewing it while taking a shit. And it just... It was like a minute and a half long, and it was just so childish. But I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I would either. I would just pitch the idea, and he would do it. I mean, we only did two of them before he decided, like, dude, I'm 26. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Someone's going to see this. <laughs> because it literally would come down to him being like, I'm the artist, and I give Green Lantern two fart pops and one shit ball. <laughs> and eventually he was like, I'm a grown man. Like... I don't want to do this for my life. <laughs> but that's half the fun is, like, pitching an idea and seeing if he'll do it. See what he does? Yeah, I, mean, I, I laugh like at some of the, the ways he gets, like, worked up on... on and he was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Like That's how, when people started calling him Charlie Kelly. Yeah. Because if I get him really worked up, I'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. And he's got me out here doing this. He's very, yeah, very much Charlie Kelly-esque. Uh... We, yeah, we used to do, like, the short movies, and then we switched over to the conversational style. And we did that for, like, five years. For, for, like, five solid years, I was doing somewhere between one and three weekly shows every week for five years. And now I'm kind of, like, burnt out. So. Well, yeah, I can imagine, like, the amount of, like, effort it takes. And especially, like, creatively, like, you can only do so much with, with, mm-hmm. with, with some of that stuff. And, and uh, you being, like, a very creative person, so, like... I could see like you wanting to take a break on, on certain things and like yeah. channel your 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 talents more into you know like I you put out the uh, the history of SmackDown videos mm-hmm. uh, this year 
And those last are fantastic. Year. Last year, yeah. Last year, um, the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. And those were fa- a fantastic series. If, if I appreciate that. Uh, I'll, I'll link that shit at the, at the, in the description on this, but uh, it's on their YouTube channel. You go check it out. It You, you basically, you talked about the... The history of the of the SmackDown video games, like mm-hmm. the WWE video games, and because those were the ones that you were more more versed in. Those were the ones that you played. Yeah, those right? were the ones I like grew up with. Like the whole the whole idea of history of SmackDown was I take the first five SmackDown games from two thousand to two thousand three. Yeah, there was five of them <laughs> inside of that span. Jeez. Because uh, those are the ones I grew up with, and they were like the first good wrestling games on PlayStation. Because, like, before that, there was, like, WWF Warzone, WWF Attitude, ECW Hardcore Revolution, Ooh, yeah. WCW Nitro and Thunder, and they're all not good. No. Like, none of them aged well. You can try and play them now, but you're not going to have fun. But, yeah, SmackDown came out. I was like, fuck. Like, this is really good. It stood up next to, like, the Aki N64 games, like mm-hmm. Revenge and World Tour and No Mercy. Uh, and for years, I've wanted to do a series where I cover... SmackDown 1 through Here Comes the Pain, which is the first five. And it was middle of last year where I just decided, I'm just going to fucking do it. Like, (laughs) I've been wanting to do this so long. It was actually, last year, I don't know what made me want to do it, but I went back and I watched every episode of The Angry Video Game Nerd. Dang, there's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's at like almost 150 now. James Rolfe, The Angry Video Game Nerd, he's like one of my biggest inspirations. And it's... I think a lot of people might think, like, oh, he, like, his comedy's immature and shit like that. But his fucking body of work over the past, like, ten plus years is insane. He never stops. His shit always gets better. And it, he did a four-part series on, uh, it was a Castlevania retrospective. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite shit he's ever done. And that was what made me be like, yeah, I can do the SmackDown thing. Because the way he feels about Castlevania, I feel about the SmackDown games. Let's just do it. And I put it out, and it's, like, by far the most watched thing I've ever made. That's awesome. <laughs> and then and then even, like, it, there, it's, it's a five-part video series, but then you, you put it out together in one, like, mm-hmm. mini-documentary. Yeah, I put it out as, like, a... It's not even mini. It's over an hour. <laughs> it yeah. all went together. That's, yeah, that's fair. I just called it, like, the full movie, and I was like, hmm, will people watch this again? And it is... I think it's the most viewed one at this point. So really? the full movie version, I think people like that better because then they can just kind of like binge it, you know? That's Other, really Instead cool. of like click on part one and then the sidebar, there's only like part three and five. It's like, where the fuck are two and four? <laughs> yeah. Because that happens sometimes and it's annoying. Yeah. But yeah, History of SmackDown, it's like, that's probably the thing I'm most proud of, of all the shit I've ever made. Because it, the way it came out is exactly how I saw it in my head, which, like, never happens. Yeah, There's yeah. always, like, compromise on ideas because shit just doesn't work or I'm not good enough to, like, figure out how to edit a certain way. But History Smackdown came out exactly how I wanted it to. That's awesome. And, and I've, I watched them when they all came out, and, uh, and I think I told you in, in person or through text messages to say, uh, you can feel your, your, like, passion and love for it, like, through the videos. And it, like... Mm-hmm. It got me like choked up at certain points because I was like, man, like I remember that shit yeah. too. Like I, I and it, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome to be like passionate about shit that you love. That's that's like one of my favorite things in life is just people being passionate about shit. I'm a guy who, if someone puts up like a 
14 minute video on YouTube, which is pretty fucking long when you think about people's attention spans mm -hmm. nowadays. Someone could do a 14 minute video on YouTube about like their collection of shot glasses from everywhere they've been. I'll watch it. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> shot glasses. But if this person does, and they're like, I got this one in Kentucky when a guy threw his boot at me. Like, yeah. I want to hear these stories. It's interesting to see yeah. like the, the, the stories behind certain things. Yeah, and that's kind of what has made me slow down on the channel a little bit. It's, it's less that I'm burnt out and more that I'm tired of making shit that I feel like other people can make. You know, I Fair. think I wore out the welcome of the conversational shit to the point where I was kind of just making them to get stuff on the channel. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, there's not going to be as much on the channel, but the stuff that goes up, I want to be proud of. I want it to feel like 616 shit. I don't want it to feel like you can find it on fucking any website. Quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm shooting for. I could, I could feel that. So with the, with that, where, like... In, in addition to, to, to you putting out more quality content over the quantity of it, mm. what are some things or ideas that you're, that you're kind of cooking with now or things that you want to do in the future if you, if you want to share that kind of stuff? No, I, yeah, I do. Like, we, we announced Hot Hammer Smash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> months ago. Oh, I can't wait, dude. It's so funny to call that quality. But... That's going to be quality. And I can't take credit for it because it's the first time the artist ever pitched an idea. In ten years, and I love it. Like the artist, he was. We were doing a podcast. I don't remember what episode it was, but we had our buddy Fozzie Fees, Dan Fiore on, and the artist was like, "I've been thinking about starting like a side YouTube channel, and I just want to like, I want to just smash shit with a hammer." <laughs> I was like, Why do you want to do that on the side? Let's do it on this channel. And he was like, "Well, I just don't know if it fits in with what we do." And I go, "What do we do?" Yeah, there's no like. <laughs> Guidelines. Where are the bosses? There's no rules. So we cooked up the idea. I wanted to call it Hot Hammer Smash. Fozzie Fees pitched Hot Hammer TV, and I put it to an internet poll on Hot Hammer Smash 1. I was going to do Hot Hammer Smash regardless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like he, he just wants to smash stuff with a hammer. <laughs> Dude, smash. I fell down a rabbit hole of watching... This it's a YouTube channel. They have a, a hydraulic press. I that love the hydraulic smash, press. <laughs> smashes shit. But see, that's one of the problems. Is every hydraulic smash video? There's always one minute of here's what we're going to smash before we smash it, and they want to get that watch time, that audience retention, because the fucking sponsors and the shit that they have on there, like they can make more money that way. Ours is going to be you click play and it's just immediately going to be smashing. Because let's be honest, we're not going to make any fucking money anyway. So. Well, maybe. You never know. Yeah, I doubt it. But. but yeah, Hot Hammer Smash is coming soon. I wanted to have it, I wanted to be balls deep in it already, but being that we live in uh, outside of Chicago, Illinois, it's been below zero. Siberia. There's like two feet of snow outside right now. And the artist is like, well, let's just smash shit in your house. And I'm like, Okay, do you want to clean it up? Yeah. One of the ideas is to <laughs> smash a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> like, God, that's... Because the, the whole thing is like, there, there should be no rules to what we're going to smash. So we'll smash a PS2. We'll smash like uh, a pair of speakers. And then one week he's going to smash a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> like, to the point where it's just loose ketchup on the ground. 
he's handing him the hammer. <laughs> this is my idea of quality. <laughs> this is Mike getting out his like pent up frustration. Yeah. Well, I one of my favorite things I've ever seen was an episode of your video blog, and it's Craig Mitchell talking about the artist. You guys are, I think it was for WrestleMania. Oh, that was Castro's vlog. Yeah, a Castro's vlog. Okay. And Craig Mitchell is talking about the artist, and he's like, he's like, I love when he gets worked up, and he goes up to a 10, but he never really comes down. He just, like, stews in it, and then he stops and thinks, and he's like, he could definitely be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched that back, no joke, like, maybe seven to ten days ago, and it was me, Tara, and the artist, and we were all watching it, and the artist goes... You know, this kind of, this changed the way I carry myself in public. <laughs> because hearing him talk about this, like, it made me take stock of how I act around people. <laughs> That's funny. It reminded me of the American Psycho scene where he's like, the mask is beginning to slip. <laughs> I think the artist is a weird fucking guy. <laughs> I, so, I love, the, like... Some of the shit he talks about, like when you guys are on the on the podcast, I'm mm-hmm. just like, that's definitely like like an artist thing. Yeah, like it's, it's kind of hard to like just pinpoint it, but like I don't know, like he's just he's one of a kind. The most recent thing that he's brought up on the podcast is it was last week's episode. It was episode two hundred and four. Uh, he was saying that when he was a kid, he was in the room while his mom was watching a Lifetime movie. And he said that he remembers a scene of, like, a, a stop-motion baby doll walking around the house, like, all herky-jerky, creepy style. And there was a song playing that was like, she saw things that she didn't want to see. And I was like, this, there's no way this is real. You um, made this up in your head. No. <laughs> you think this is real. It might be. You're out of your fucking mind. Who knows? What, this what Lifetime, Lifetime movie would that be? I don't, I, don't, I don't watch Lifetime movies, but like some of the... Have you seen some of the titles of these movies? I don't know. Lifetime movies are about like cheating husbands and credit card fraud. They're, They're not so... about like animatronic dolls. <laughs> 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 he just made that shit up, but he thinks it's real. I want it to be real so bad, just so, just so he's not completely insane. I told him to put it on Reddit and either ask Reddit or like tip of the tongue. And see if anyone remembers it, but they're not going to because it's not real. God. He's fucking insane. (laughs) One of my favorite things on our show is like, he'll tell me he has a story and he'll just talk about something else for like 10 minutes. Not even get into the story. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, what are you talking about? He's like, hold on, I'm getting there. (laughs) That's like my dad, dude. My dad, like. He's t- like, we were sitting at the table today, and he was telling a story, and then, like, he was like, yeah, and then, and then this, but because of that, like, da 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 like, and I'm like, what does that have to do with this story at all? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I'll, what let me get back to it. About? Yeah. I, we had a crazy, it was so funny. We said, uh, I went to help my grandparents shovel. Yeah. And then we shoveled our, my parents' driveway, and then we, we sat down, my mom made breakfast, Bunch of breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> I was thinking the same shit. Uh, she made breakfast. Um, and we're sitting there, and then, like, for some reason, like, my brother, like, brings up, like, religion or something. Like, something about like, going to hell. Mm-hmm. And he, was, he said he was, he was quoting a, co- a comedian who was, like, saying, like, because, you know, the, the whole story is, like, you're, you're born with, with sin if you believe in, you know, 
Christianity or Catholicism, mm. uh, you're born with sin. Like that's like when you're first born, when you have to get baptized or whatever. Mm. And the I guess the comedian, I don't know who he was talking about, but he was like, uh, yeah, he's like that's why we got our baby aborted. We saved him. <laughs> we saved. We saved him. So he's like, so if you want to like save your babies from sin, like, and I was like, well, that's not really a funny, but like, <laughs> I get what you're coming from. And then like, so the conversation went from talking about religion. And, like, my mom is pretty religious. Mm-hmm. My dad's kind of just, like... My da- on Christmas? He, yeah, not <laughs> even that. But he, like, he very much, like, he'll talk about, like, being against religion and then, like, start talking like he knows what he's talking about. I'm like, <laughs> he just... I was like, just stop. Like, you, yeah. what, what, you're, what you're saying right now does not make any sense. And um, it went from, like, talking about religion into talking about how... Because my mom asked me, like, do you believe in hell or heaven? And I was like, well, I ne- I'll never say that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I don't know. Yeah. And, like, she was like, what do you mean? Like, and I, I was trying to explain it to her. I was like, well, I, don't, I can't say that I know yeah. because I don't. Never saw it. <laughs> yeah. And we, we, she was like, well, what do you believe in? And then I was like, well, I believe that, like, aliens came. And, like, <laughs> and I started going off on that whole tangent. And it went from that into talking about, like, astrophysics mm-hmm. and how, like, there's multiple realities and stuff, and my mom's just sitting there like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You got like to bro? me, <laughs> well, yeah, like, and I was explaining it to her like as best as I could, yeah, and uh, and she just like, I don't know if she just didn't d- didn't buy it, like she was like, "You're full of shit," or like just didn't understand it. And my brother brought it up, I made it um, probably the best analogy I've ever heard. Yeah, was like. The universe is like expanding, but it's like it's not going this way, like mm-hmm. up and down. It's more like spreading out. Like if you're pouring out water onto a table, mm-hmm. it's spreading out. Or if you if you want to think of it this way, it's like a page in a book, mm-hmm. and that page in the book is our reality, our universe. But every other page above it and below it are different universes. And mm-hmm. like in in if you're tearing like a, a Oh, because we were talking about that new fucking Cloverfield movie and how they, like, tear... Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, I I won't spoil anything, but it has to to do with, like, kind of, like, the colliding... uh, What the hell is that thing called? Like, a collider? Yeah. To... uh, I know what you're talking about. Cold Fusion or something like that. Uh, Large Hadron Collider? Yeah, Yeah. they have one of those up in space, and... uh, But it... That, that doing that has the the repercussions of like tearing a hole in time and space. Yeah, that's where they they take an at they take two atoms and they shoot them across the entire world and then they collide on the other side and they think that maybe they can rip a tear into the space time continuum, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound safe. Not at all. <laughs> it sounds like some Bioshock Infinite shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like just like the idea of that. I mean, like black holes. Like a lot of people like theorize that like a black hole is just like a, a gateway, like a wormhole mm-hmm. into another dimension or something like that. But uh, my brother was like, "Oh, it's like ripping pa- ripping pages into other pages." And I was like, "That's actually a good analogy mm-hmm. for that." I don't know, but that's just like it's funny. Like I don't know how this conversation came up right now. I, don't I am my father's son, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Perfect, perfect callback to that. Uh, but yeah, like it was just funny that like this that was the conversation that we were having at at breakfast. Breakfast at breakfast. I've always like I was raised Catholic, so I had my communion and shit. Mm-hmm. I, got, uh, I got confirmed and whatnot. Same. And I remember I always had to go to CCD, and that would piss me off because I would have to miss WCW Monday Nitro, and I did not want to miss Nitro. Oh man, <laughs> see, I, mine was on Wednesdays. Yeah. 
Mine was on fucking Monday. And that I remember, sucked. like, before confirmation, uh, Bobby Morrissey and I were, like, fucking around in the CCD class, and the one woman came over. I remember her name was Mrs. Kane, and she was a bitch. And she came over, and she was like, what are you doing? And we were like, nothing. W- what? <laughs> and she was <laughs> like, do you even want to get confirmed? And I was like, no. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> I'm here because my parents make me come. Like, none of this means anything to me. And after, like... I, I decided when I was, like, 12 or 13, I was like, I don't buy any of this bullshit. And it's like, here's where I differ from my brother. My brother thinks that religion is, he doesn't just think it's bullshit. He thinks it's, like, it's harmful, and if you believe in, in that stuff, you're a fucking idiot and stuff like that. I don't, I'm not like that at all. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot of positive that can come from people, like, following their religion. Because I think with, like, Christianity and shit like that, or like Catholicism, because those are just the two that I know because I was raised around those more mm-hmm. than anything else. Uh, I feel like a lot of times it's just a tool for people to be good people. Yeah. You know? They feel like, oh, I have to be a good person. I have to be good to my neighbors so that when I'm dead, I get let into the good place. Yeah. You know? I have to be the best that I can so that God will be proud of me and shit like that. I don't see anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> it's like, it's- Literally, you're trying to be the best person you can. If you have to do that under the guise of a god, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's good. If it means you're not being an asshole. I, uh, I always, I mean, I, there, there's definitely, like, evidence of this throughout history. Yeah. And, like, I, I've, I've had this, like, conversation with my mom multiple times where I say, like, honestly, I was like, I think religion mm-hmm. was created by, like, the government, like in in ancient times, just to mm. just to to have con- control. control over over people and be like, listen, like you have to do this, this, and this. You gotta pay these taxes, like pay, like you know, or God will be angry and you'll you'll get smited. <laughs> and like it, it worked. I mean, yeah. it, it's 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 a control a controlling um, of the population and mm-hmm. and like you said. Um, of giving them right or teaching them right from wrong. Mm-hmm. And, but like I always said, like, I don't need to go to church to know how to be a good person. Like yeah. I, I, I know that with my own morals or like by the morals that were, you know, given to me from, by my parents to telling yeah. me like, whether now, whether that's from their learning of religion or not, like it's still, you know, you don't need religion to, to be a good person. Yeah. I think that's definitely how I feel about it. It's like, I know how to be a good person it has nothing to do with, any religion or, like, me doing it for a god or any reason like that. Like, I'm a good person, or I try to be a good person, because that's, like, I, because that's how I want everybody to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't hang out with people that I don't like, because if, I, if there's somebody <laughs> I don't like, I don't want to fucking hang out with them, you know? <laughs> I've had to do the thing where, like, you, like, break up with friends, you know? Really? Because they've, yeah, because they've become just either shitty people or it's just, it's, a, it's always got to be a thing when you go out. They cause a problem or they just Oof. get into trouble all the time. It's like, dude, I don't, this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Uh, yeah, I don't need, like, a god or anything for that. Um, I, I, yeah, in religion, it can be harmful and shit because there's people who take stuff so literally that they're... They look at the old stories and they're just like, "Yeah, kill all the gays." <laughs> yeah, or they, like, no, or, they misconst- or they misconstrue the the actual meaning. Yeah, they're just like, "No, no, he meant this," and mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh shit!" Like, 
And it's like, this has been, like, passed down and translated from so many different languages. Who knows what this meant originally? Yeah. I, oh, I, like, what I said this morning, I was like, I was like, I feel like religion is just a really, really old game of telephone. Yeah. And, and these are the stories, like, because my brother was, my brother's very like, I believe this bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Kind of like how your brother is. Yeah. Like, he's like, it's stupid. And I'm just like, uh, he's like, oh, because he said, He's like, how arrogant do you have to be, like the Pope? He's like, how arrogant do you have to be to be like, yeah, I know these stories, mm-hmm. and uh, like, I know the, the truth. You have to listen to me. God trusted me to tell you this. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> like, how arrogant do you have to be? And, uh, and I'm like, it's not like, you know, he's like, it, it's the same with history. And I was like, well, history is the same way. He's like, mm-hmm. well, because he said it's like, you're, like you're, you're, you're sheep, you're following this guy. And I was like, well, that's the same thing with history, what you learn in school. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, in Germany, they learn World War II completely different the way we learn World War yeah. II. I was like, it just, it just happens to be the way you're taught. So I was like, there's, there's you know, and who's to know what's, what's the actual truth? Yeah. You know, there's, we learn shit about, like, you know, the 1800s and shit, and all we have to go off of is, like, paper and stuff. Like, nobody, nobody was alive back then, so we're just kind of like, yeah, I guess this was, this was truth. It's, it's funny for me because I remember back in school a lot of those classes where they would be teaching us shit from like hundreds of years ago i i respect people who love history and they want to know like oh with these this ancient civilization sometimes i fall down that rabbit hole and i want to learn but mm-hmm. most of the time i'm like that's some old shit yeah <laughs> you know like what are we doing tomorrow <laughs> yeah <there's... laughs> i don't really give a fuck especially if it's like like it's like some ancient like like race or whatever mm. that civilization that and they've like been gone for centuries. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, what, what did they do? Like, what, it, it, obviously they weren't that great. They, yeah, they sucked. Gone. They're gone. God, that's a fucking dude. Brian Nobbs is a fucking damp. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a microwave hot dog. We have WCW Fall Brawl 1999 on in the background on mute. Yeah, it's been it's been. If a anyone's hell of wondering a sh- how Brian Knobs just came up, <laughs> or Billy Kidman, if you yeah. came up in the beginning of this podcast. Oh God, that was. Uh, how the fuck did we get on religion now? I don't know. That's just kind of. I was talking about breakfast. Breakfast. See, that's the see that's the making of a good podcast, though. You want to talk about if we were talking about. 616 Entertainment, other ideas I want to do. Yeah, yeah, what, like, what uh, else you got brewing there? The, the 616 Entertainment Wrestling Podcast is a new one I just started. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, dude. Wrestling Podcast. Whoa! Can you believe it? I, I mean, let's pretend that I wasn't on episode two. What kind of stuff can we expect from this? I mean, if you want to listen to the show, you can do it on YouTube.com slash 616 Entertainment or SoundCloud or iTunes. It's everywhere you want to listen to your podcast services. Hey. Well, listen to your podcast from a service of your choice. You know what I'm saying? Bad pitch. But <laughs> episode one, I just talked about like my history with wrestling when I started watching in like 96 or whatever year it was, all the way up until now, current day 2018, as a 27-year-old man, how I look back on all this shit. Episode two, we had you on. We talked about what 2017 was for you. We talked a little bit about of like the current day shit and how it's changed over the years. Oh yeah. Uh, going forward, I'm just gonna have like, I want to have more of my friends on who are wrestling fans, and I want to have more of my friends on who are wrestlers. Yeah. You know, so like I got to get Castro on. Uh, 
I want to have Craig Mitchell on because we had him on the Six One Six Entertainment podcast a couple of years ago, and I love that episode. <laughs> and for whatever reason, we just never did it again. Was that the one that was at my house? Or no, that that was episode sixty nine. Fuck belt. <laughs> oh yeah. But the one that the one that Craig was on solo. Uh, I don't remember what number it was, but it was good. But yeah, dude, I want to get Castro. I want to get Craig. I want to get Stevie Fierce. I want to get. Good luck. I know. I'm trying. Uh, I want to get all sorts of people to do it. Because I feel like I, I know a lot of people in wrestling. I want to get Maxwell. Yeah. Um, and I just, I grew up with a bunch of people who love wrestling, so. That's good that you have, there's a lot of people at your disposal mm-hmm. that, you know, you could have, like, it's not like you're, like, scraping, you know, the bottom of the barrel trying to get yeah. people on this show. And it's not like you're doing this weekly either. It's going to be, like, once a month or. I'm doing once a month right now. Uh, eventually, I might decide to throw out two in a month. Who knows? I'm, There's no guy. There's no guidelines. I am married to no schedule right now. That's good, which too. Which is kind of nice. <laughs> because you have, I mean, we have this, the, the 616 main podcast that mm-hmm. you do weekly. Yeah. Weekly, folks. If, if you're listening, if you listen to this, you're listening to the podcast, because this, no one's listening to my show. It, That's not true. Maybe. Who knows? But if you, if, you, if, if you are listening to this, you probably listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Go subscribe to the 616 Entertainment Podcast. It's awesome. It's it's like this, but better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have to rank them. That's gonna be your. That should be your tagline. Well, so, <laughs> see, but you you've been on my show like probably over fifteen times now, you know. And if you break down how long that is, it's probably almost a full day of <laughs> podcasting that we've done. Because every time you come on, we do like two two hours, hours yeah. You know? And if at, at that rate, it would have been over a day. We've gone, we've probably gone close to three hours a couple times. Yeah, I think the, the first time. <laughs> well, that was Castro's that. fault, but we won't get into that. <laughs> we've talked about ghosts. We've talked about conspiracies. We've talked about wrestling. We've talked about all sorts of shit. It's fun to do. And I, like, I was talking to the artist about it yesterday. I, it's insane that we're going on year five of doing it, and we've never missed a week. Which is That's insane, crazy. but... And you know what I like about it, too, is, like, you have all this, like, content of just, like, shit, like, and, and, and a, lot of the, a lot of the stuff you talk about is just, like, shit that happened in your week. You're just like, oh, we did this, we did this, and it's awesome, because then you can go back and listen to it, and you can be like, man, this is what I did then, and I yeah. love the episode that you recorded the night when Ronda Rousey lost. Oh, yeah. And you have that, like, your reactions. Like, we were podcasting as it was happening. That's awesome. I so love it that. It was me, artist, uh, Handy Dandy Andy Jarek, and Jordan Jurassico, a.k.a. Punk. <laughs> we were watching Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm, and we were just podcasting while it was happening, and then Ronda got head kicked, and we were like, oh, shit! Like, that moment is captured forever. That's so cool. Which is kind of awesome. That's kind of like, that's the whole reason I wanted to do it. Other than thinking, like, I've got funny and interesting friends, and I think we can do a podcast that's better than a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> the other thing was just, like, I would love to be 45 someday and put on a show from when I was 24 and being like, man, listen to how, what my voice sounds like. Oh, shit, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> oh, there's Paul. I haven't talked to Paul in forever. What's he doing? Like, I... I in a way, I think I kind of really enjoy nostalgia. Oh, like yeah. a lot of people do. Definitely. But yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because um, 
we're working on getting one of my coworkers, Daniel, back on the show. Who's like a fucking he's such a fucking weird zany guy. Uh, we had him on episode fifty six, which was like three and a half years ago. And Daniel, uh, long story short, I went back and I listened to his episode, and it was so fucking funny that I texted the artist and I was like, "Dude, on your way home from work, put on episode fifty six with Daniel." <laughs> And then the artist came over to record that night's episode, and he goes, he's like, I was so much funnier back then. He goes, I've been phoning it in for like a year. And I was like, yeah, you need to be that guy again. It was so funny, just going back and hearing those. It's so much That's fun. funny. And there's definitely shit on there that I go back and listen to it, and I completely forgot happened. Oh, yeah. Dude, same. Like, I was listening... Uh, because I tell you, I, I've told you multiple times that I, like I, I wait like every Wednesday for for the podcast I drop because yeah. I I listen to it when I'm at work, and uh, it's awesome because I don't get to see you guys very often, mm-hmm. and uh, and I joke and I say like oh it's it's like I get to hang out with you guys every week because I'm like listening to you guys talk all the time yeah and uh, sometimes I'll just go back and listen to like older episodes, just because like yeah. and uh, and I laugh and and, and like. So I'm like, I listen to the older ones that I, that I was on or Castro or something, and like, and I laugh at some of the stories we're talking about. I was like, damn, I forgot that even happened. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so much fun to go back and hear them. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's so crazy to think that we've been doing it for about five years now. And I, me, Artist, and the beautiful Tara Darcy were talking about the podcast in the car last night when we went to Burrito Jalisco, you know what I'm saying? Got to get some good Mexican food. So we're driving home, and... Uh, we started talking about the podcast, and I was, Tara was like, you know what, it would be cool if you guys did 616 episodes before you ended it. And I was like, it's funny you say that, because that's, that's kind of like my goal. Like, I wanted, if we could do 616, and then that's the last one. And the artist was sitting there, and he goes, wait a minute, okay. So we have to do this show for 15 years? <laughs> God. And I was like, see, yeah, that's why it's a, it's like, it's a dream slash goal. Who knows if it'll happen? Yeah. There's, I don't see an end for it. Like, the podcast is the one thing that I never really get tired of doing. Because it's, it's, for you at this point, it's easy. It is easy, and it's, it's literally an excuse for me to talk to one of my friends for, like, two hours a week. Like, how often do you get to sit down with one of your friends and talk to them for, like, two hours? It never happens. I You're know. always so fucking busy. People got to work. You got you got fucking girlfriend, boyfriend, shit, whatever. But if doing the podcast is like setting aside time to make that connection, yeah. you know? And that's why I liked last week's episode so much. Because Tyler, he, he's one of the guys I work with. He just started a couple months ago. And I was like, you know, I think Tyler's a cool, like, talented, interested guy. Let's get him on. I've never spoken to Tyler for two and a half hours before we did that show. <laughs> it was fucking cool. I That's pretty cool. Because then you, you, you really get to know somebody, too, mm-hmm. in that Yeah, big time. In that way. That's awesome. That's interesting. Because I, I thought he was somebody you knew for years. No, I've known him for, like, four months, I think. That's awesome. And I was like, dude, you got to come on. That's got to be, I mean, aside from, like, when me and Castro came on, like, I think, I feel like that was, like, pretty much the day we met, almost, mm. like, or at least, like, the second time we'd ever met. I think that was the day we met at the Resistance Pro show, right? I think, because, like, C was supposed to be on your podcast, and then we were just like, can we come too? And you were like, yeah, let's all do it. Yeah, I was like, why not? Why, why wouldn't we? 
And I had no idea. I thought like it was like some sort of like, like scheduled like appearance thing that I was like, oh, I don't want to like in, in, impose on, on it. And yeah. he was like, hell no, come on. So we all came down and that was, that was awesome. I remember the first time we had CB Fierce on, we went like over three hours, I think. And when we wrapped, he was like, man, this was fun to do. Like, I thought this was going to be a wrestling show and I don't want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I didn't know we were actually just going to like talk and shit. That'll be fun. I want to like, I'm I'm gonna try to convince him to do my show. Yeah. I I I think the only way I can get him to do it is if we're like, I'm gonna like, spring it on him when we're in the car. Or like, just bait him with conspiracy talk. Dude, that's what I'm gonna tell him. Like, we won't, <laughs> I was like, we won't talk about wrestling at all. Which I'm for. I'm fine with. Especially like, I kind of want this show to not be like, specifically wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. like I want it to be more you know, broader, and I was like, I, like I've explained it in, in my intros multiple times now, that I want it to be, you know, broader like that, but like, you know, a lot of the people, most of the people in my life are either involved in wrestling or have some sort of tie into wrestling, yeah. or are a wrestling fan, like, I, I don't think there's very many people that, I, that I'm, like, friends with that don't at least like wrestling, Yeah. so wrestling's probably going to come up more than once, which is fine. Yeah, because chances are if you're listening to this show, you like wrestling. So That was one of the things that I, I decided early on about doing it was, I don't remember, there's been plenty of people I've, who I've invited on that like, well, what are we going to talk about? And it's just like, whatever comes up. I've got like a couple topics and a couple questions ready, but there is no overarching subject. And people are like, well, I don't know if they'll be interested in me. And I'm like, then they don't have to listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's talk about, let's do whatever we want. If people don't want to listen, they don't have to. There's plenty of fucking shows out there. They can do whatever they want. I'm not, I'm not trying to cater this shit to anybody other than me. Absolutely. <laughs> I, want to, I want to make stuff that I want to make. I wish there was a way, like, because I try to look on, like, I don't know how to read any of the analytics bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was a way to, like, tell how many people, like, actually, like, listened. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, downloads. No, but, you like, can tell. I'll show you. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. If you put it on YouTube and stuff, you can uh, go to the analytics and there's like watch time. So you can see the average length the person watched it before they clicked away. You can see uh, audience retention, like the percentage of people who watched all the way through and what percentage they watched. There's all sorts of shit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, some of the analytics are a little depressing on certain projects. Yeah, I can. <laughs> like History of Smackdown. Super high, like, watch rate. Um, but then something else. The Let's Plays? Oh, the Let's Plays. <laughs> Not so good. Did, did Patches, did you fart? I smelled dog fart. Oh, man. My boy name of Patches Lugosi just ripped one. <laughs> <laughs> he's proud of it, too. Look at him. Dude, he's little, but he fucking stinks. <laughs> he hasn't farted as much as he burps lately. <laughs> He's a burping boy. He burps. He's like the artist. He'll be sitting here laughing and just be like... Ugh. That's from that bread he ate earlier. Yeah, this fucker. Okay, I'll, t- I'll, tell, I'll tell the listeners. I'm taking a shower earlier. Before I took a shower, I made a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I wrap up the bread. I put the bread on the kitchen table. I come out of the shower. I check on Patches, who's a little 19-pound shih tzu, by the way. And he's curled up in his bed with the bag of bread next to him. A giant hole ripped in the side of the bag of bread, and half the loaf is gone. Where did it all go? You're little. There's no way you ate all that. 
Now you're gonna be burping and farting bread at me, all night, <laughs> you fucker. He's carving up. <laughs> <laughs> he's bulking. Dude, he's gonna have to shit so fast. <laughs> Maybe he won't mind the snow this time. I gotta take him out and stand in the snow though. Oof. He's a good boy though. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Um well before we wrap this guy up. How long have we been going? Uh, about fifty minutes, fifty two minutes. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. I'm trying to keep him trying to keep him around that. Yeah. Uh, under an hour. The last two were under an hour. Yeah. Um, you got anything you want to plug? Any uh, anything you want to just talk about? Oh hell yeah! You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, as as usual with all of them, just YouTube.com/slash616entertainment is where pretty much all of my shit goes. You can watch the history of SmackDown there. You can watch them in parts, or you can watch the full movie. Um, we're, I'm not even going to bother pitching the fights that we've been doing recently with like Dude. Artis and Jack oh, James because those I got go some, deep. I got something I want to pitch yeah. at, after we talk up here. <laughs> but yeah, there's like, I did all kinds. There's almost a hundred Let's Plays on there of all different kinds of games. A Conversation with Corey is a, a show we did in 2013 and 14, which is so fucking funny. It holds up. I think one of the best shows we've ever done was R&B, a dating show. Oh, dude, that was amazing. <laughs> the number one handsome boy, Michael Thomas Robinson, and no taxes, Nigel Bravo. Legit get blackout wasted and just give dating and love advice. It's and incredible. Most of the advice is awful. Like, it comes down to Robinson trying to give advice and Nigel being like, I'm Native American and you fucking whites took my grandparents' yeah. land and you built Joliet <laughs> on it. <laughs> dude, he's insane. He is insane. <laughs> We do the Monopoly World title matches once yes. a year. You're a former champion. Former champion. 2016 champion. Well, possibly longest reigning. Well, the artist is going to have it for a full year now, too, because yeah. we, now we gone, we've gone to the once a year thing. The newest show that's debuted is Spilling Tea with Vince and Tara, where my boy, uh, name of Tokyo Boy, Vince Burnett, and the beautiful Tara Darcy sit down. It's a conversational show. Episode one was they talk about which cartoon characters they want to fuck. Oh my! Is that is that up yet? That's up. Oh and man! I gotta watch two, that. When's this episode go up? Uh, this will go up this Friday. Okay. Same episode day as two will be up by the time you hear this, and it's about uh, going through puberty. Oh so man! That's a good one too. <laughs> uh, yeah, just YouTube.com/slash six one six entertainment, SoundCloud and iTunes six one six entertainment podcast. There's so much shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, There's so it's much endless. stuff, and like. If you're like me and and you enjoy like just goofy comedy stuff, like watch some of these videos, oh, like because they are, dude, the Sal Melendez <laughs> videos are like they're so good, like you you gotta check it out. Like I, me me trying to explain it will not do it any justice. You just gotta see it for yourself. Elevator pitch for top five with Sal Melendez. It's uh, Sal Melendez is a guy who's got his own top five show. The network gives him a subject. He doesn't do it. He does his own subject, and it's the worst show you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the elevator pitch for top five. He's killed people on the show. He's, yeah, he's done. He's performed open heart surgery. <laughs> he's been gone. When did it end? Did it end in 20... 2016? I think it ended at the end of 2015 because he killed his son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. God. Shot his son in the head. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you got to check this out. Those are good. I like those. Yeah, those are my pitches, dog. I, good I pitches. Mean, people can also go to FreelanceWrestling.com, buy Whoa. a t-shirt, buy a hoodie, buy a DVD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All sorts of shit. 
And now you could subscribe to powerbomb.tv. Whoa! Use the promo code FREELANCE. You get free 20-day trial. Whoa! You get to watch all of our shows on demand. Like it's like it's Netflix for indie wrestling. You can watch Freelance. You can watch uh, Alpha One. You can watch CZW. You can watch all your favorite indie companies that are on there at least. And uh, you can also watch our shows live streamed every month when we do them. So that's I, a cool thing. I did commentary on a couple of those shows. You did. I haven't heard any of it. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> I might have. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't get a chance to like watch them back too much. I just I, a lot of it was just like, a lot of the shit I said was really inappropriate. This <laughs> fits right in then. I think Space Monkey did like a springboard dropkick one time, and I was just like, "That's some Jumanji shit." R.I.P. Robin Williams. <laughs> 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 I don't remember something like that. That's perfect. I love it. This was fun. Hell yeah! Let's fade out now to some uh, some. Catchy music. Ooh. I'll put something. I'll put something on that you'll like. I love you, Daniels. Yes. Charlie Bartlett, John Bender, class switcher, time bender, Chance Bennett, a peculiar name. Graduation night, teachers Ferris Bueller, my name. You made a mixtape. Good job. I hope you get a good job. We was all outcast. Only listen to good mob. I performed at Fun Fair. Fun fact, I'm never going back to school. Been there, done that. They see my little sin did tape in my dumb raps. Don't call it impossible if you really want that. They send my ass to summer school. Don't call it a comeback. I just came to be the bully's ass and get my lunch back. Channel E tequila. You know you know what that. I rap my songs in Spanglish. I rap my weed in blood raps. Wrapped up in this one line, I hope that shit get unwrapped As if niggas was getting signed off the line, off one rap Yo Vic, remember when they called us some freshman niggas rapping Now I ain't gonna be a freshman and I'm rapping I should've learned a lesson from all of this shit happening I just look over to Justin for refreshments of the captain And sipping when it's weak sauce, shots if it's cracking Sipping when we tear up and chug it if we laughing Fuck it if we fucked up, I never thought of Chatham Until the day they said that I would have to chat with Adam, and I'm just in the studio hoping that it sounds right. Here's a brighter bulb for your limelight, and this is your Naomi shine bright. This for everybody's fucking prime night. It's alright, and it's okay, and we're all good. We're homies, and he problems you could call us. It's all love, it's all love, and it's alright, and it's okay. Snap a couple candidates to the family, get some cameos. You can change your clocks, but you can't change hours. I'm waiting on the day, spring can't bring flowers. Let me have some minutes with dad for those campaign hours. And pour these thirsty hoes a couple champagne showers. And hop up in that limo, the hood going dummy. The hood fucking love me, the hood think we lovely. So go and rock some bubbly. This right here's the loyalty. 
happens to a moment's glimpse of royalty. This for my mama Jan who spoiled me. Look what we've accomplished. Time flies, watches look like magnets on the compass. Before we did, Gladys said a prayer roll for the limo. Pumping 10 day with the angels, with Jesus shopping my demo. And wrote about it, chat up. The whole hood clapping. And damn, it would be crazy if any of this shit had happened. But it didn't. I missed prime. I missed it to spin. I did a show with a kid. And I would do it again. Cause it's all right. It's okay, and we're all good, but we're homemade. And he brought loves, you could call us. It's all love, it's all love, and it's all right, and it's okay. And we're all good, but we're homemade. And he brought loves, you could call us. It's all love, it's all love. Uh, look, at, look at your business tucks all night, airplane. Go and get your racist door. Baby, so good, so right. 